Hey y'all, it's Kiss. You're listening to Ergo. Hope you're doing all right in these unstable, challenging, and exciting times. Similarly to our past episode, which was Damon and Jennifer sharing their experiences, we wanted to also share a short piece from Chris Thought Poet Brown, who was one of the other organizers who was inside of the police precinct on 51st and Wentworth on Sunday. A lot of folks didn't know that Chris was in there. People were looking for him. So in a lot of our messaging, we didn't know that he was there and we didn't uplift his name. But of course, his fight and his story is just as important as the folks we did talk about. Um, And I think he brings some really beautiful perspective and grace to this conversation. We have a couple great episodes coming up for you over the next few days, unpacking what's going on. We also have been really busy on the Ergo Socials, Uh, We put together a Chicago Liberation Resource List, which is a whole bunch of organizations here in Chicago and groups that are doing on-the-ground work toward black liberation. Uh, We also have a tab on that document of where folks who need material help can go right now, um, in addition to another tab for non-cash-related support and resources, food drop-offs, other types of in-kind donations, and skill shares that people are offering. So that's on the Ergo Radio Instagram in the bio. It's also the pinned tweet on our Twitter. And if you have organizations or opportunities that you would like us to add, please send those in a DM at Ergo Radio, or you can email them to contact at ergoradio.com. All right, y'all, we are happy to bring you the voice, the stories, and the perspectives of Chris Thought Poet Brown. So... What's up, y'all? I see people coming in. Um, so I've been like sleep most of the day. Um, yeah, mostly I've just been um, trying to recuperate from what happened. Um, it's interesting because I wasn't really sure if I wanted to talk about it or talk about what happened yesterday. Um, I just, uh, I don't know, everybody keeps saying I should say something. And now the clip of uh, me pulling Malcolm London is like, I guess, making the rounds and shit. So I figured, what's up, Ali? I figured I'd um, give my little perspective on what happened. Uh, I'll probably post some photos of what I did manage to catch yesterday. But um, it went down like this. So... We were in Hyde Park for a um, peaceful protest. Um, the goal was not to uh, loot um, the group of people we were with. The goal was not to, um, you know, uh, destroy any, um, you know, buildings or any businesses or anything like that. The goal was specifically to spread more peace as much as possible. Um, so we were on 53rd. Uh, we were walking towards the lakefront and we ended the uh, protest at the lakefront. Um, that's when on our way back, we were uh, basically in a standoff with um, 12. So one side it's us, the other side it's like a car. It's like a, it's a, it's a, a big car. And like, I, I had to say like 40 police officers. And um, from there, we, basically stood our ground because we were trying to walk back through 53rd. 
so that, you know, we can go home because we had already ended the protest. So technically, 12 restarted everything because we were trying to leave. They weren't letting us leave. And on top of that, there was supposedly a National Guard member that was in the space. And the guy had a automatic weapon and he had like, I, I don't even know the levels of like, you know, illegal handguns, but he had an illegal handgun on his leg, like attached to his leg in some holster. So, you know, everybody's freaking out and everybody's like, you know, who who is he, who even is this? And, you know, from there, uh, we act, they actually let us go. So we were actually walking back uh, west towards, you know, the Akira and, you know, basically to disperse. And so from there, um, we're walking back and uh, I'm walking with um, Damon, Jennifer and Malcolm and some other folks. And that's when police turn towards us and get the charging towards us. So myself, Damon, Malcolm, uh, Vic Mensa, um, we're all like running back towards the Akira. And so right there where the Akira is in the middle of the street is where shit went down. So um, if you see the clip that they're showing, it shows Malcolm like trying to get away from the police because they were attacking him. And, you know, he he falls and that's when you see me with like a blue book bag, some tall ass nigga like trying to pull him away from the police. And that's when, you know, they start beating my ass. And so um, from that, um, they, they knocked my glasses off, uh, shattered my glasses, shattered my, my glasses case and shit. And from there, um, we basically were arguing with the police because they surrounded Malcolm in like a circle. Um, yeah, so like all of the police officers had Malcolm in the middle and they all surrounded Malcolm. And we're, as, as freedom fighters, were surrounding 12 as much as possible. And um, from there, um, there were just like, you know, uh, yelling and arguing being done. Um, and someone shoved Damon. And that's kind of like what restarted everything because they were trying to get Malcolm out of the situation. We weren't letting them. And somebody shoved Malcolm. And that's when um, I stepped up and was trying to get Damon out of the situation because at this point, like Damon had been put on his face. And so that's what like fucked up his nose and he was bleeding and shit. So that's when I'm trying to pull him out. And unfortunately, <laughs> somebody whacked my ass with a smoothie. Um, so like that was blinding me on my right side. And um, they whacked my ass in my neck with a police stick. And so at this point, like they beat me out of my shoe. Um, they're literally, they're, all you see is just like like white police officers beating the shit out of me and Damon, like all together. Like it's like me and Damon were in a cave and they were just beating the shit out of us. And um, at that point they uh, grabbed me, put me in cuffs. Um, like I said, I had uh, lost my phone. Um, Damon lost his phone and his wallet, I believe. And uh, that's when they started yanking us um, to the police car. Uh, and unfortunately, 
Um, I, they had already put Malcolm in the in, in the truck, and Jennifer uh, Damon's partner um, tried to put her body weight on the car because the car was trying to shoot off, and um, yeah, uh, it it I, I like the the only reason I'm telling y'all this shit. It's so y'all like, cause people keep saying that they don't know my side of the story. And so I'm just kind of like telling it, even though the shit is really painful to relive. Um, but literally like a, like a ocean tidal wave of white police officers, like dog piled onto Jennifer, which is Damon's partner. So I'm, I'm sitting in the car as Damon is basically yelling for them to get off of Jennifer. And like, he's literally like the windows are up. So like, he can't even be heard. And like the, 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 the two black police officers that had us took that time to zoom off down 53rd and uh, took us to 51st and Wentworth. Um, and yeah, like they were not trying to treat uh, Damon's wounds. Um, we had cufflinks that were like cutting into our story until our um, wrist. I'm sorry. I was looking at uh, Wendy's comment. I appreciate you. Um, but yeah, like we had uh, cufflinks that were cutting into our wrist and we had uh, black officers, you know, basically showing just gigantic amounts of toxic masculinity, calling women out by their name uh telling younger uh prisoners that you know uh i could i could screw your mom for 40 dollars or some stupid shit like that and it got very very depressing um and moving forward from there uh both me and damon got fingerprinted in photos and all that shit um and the cell that they put me and damon in was only designed for one person uh, and so in the cell is literally like some type of like, I guess, cotton that makes up a bed and like a toilet. And so they put me and Damon both in the same cell. And uh, we just we just talked. We we, we just talked um, at that point because, you know, we we were just at that point because everything happened so fast. Like the, the 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 biggest point I'm trying to get through to everybody is that the goal was not to go destroy any property the goal was not to you know uh the goal the goal was to cause civil disobedience but it was not to destroy anything and i feel like most folks are um portraying that story that we went to destroy something and that's not what even it was but the biggest thing is people are not understanding why this is happening like why you have kids looting and why you know chicago is literally on fire right now you feel me like the reason why this shit is happening is because of systematic failure to minorities like you put a young man in a situation inglewood or or the hunnets or you know what i'm saying anywhere that has less resources and you expect him to be able to get a job go to school um provide for his family and with no resources, like on like like you're gonna turn to hood shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to turn to basic human instinct, which is to survive. You feel me? And 
I think that's what government officials aren't getting. I believe that's what Mayor Lightfoot is not fucking getting through, is that you wanted to protect Donald Trump's building so fucking bad that day of the protest, which is not even two days ago now, that the city said, we hear that we understand that you don't give a fuck about us. We understand that this man's property is more important to you than all of the children that are literally not able to provide for themselves because their families have been laid off from the uh, COVID quarantine. You know what I'm saying? So of course you're gonna get people that are looting. And of course you're gonna get people that see other folks getting shit for free and selling it or whatever. They're trying to survive, bro. Like it's 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 no other way to put it. And I understand that people that are like kind of watching this shit, I understand that y'all pissed. I understand that y'all are, you know, feeling for the situation. Y'all worried about, you know, what's gonna become of, you know, our city, let alone country. But you have to understand that we've been peacefully protesting since even before the Laquan McDonald video dropped. You see what I'm saying? Like the people that you see, Malcolm London, Damon Williams, Jennifer, um, Big Tree, Asada's Daughters, Good Kids, Mad City. Um, I could just go on. The list is so fucking long of of freedom fighters that have been putting their lives on the line so that police and these white folks can understand that we are here and that we want to fucking live. You see what I'm saying? And that every time some type of pandemic, some type of, you know, destruction happens, we're the first ones to get hit by the shit. You see what I'm saying? So um from everything that I'm and again, I'm on here to really just explain what happened. Um, because folks are like asking, like, okay, like what like Chris, where's your side of the story to what happened or what even happened to you? You know what I'm saying? Um, and so uh, I think some folks asked me, what do I need earlier in the comments? Um, to be completely honest with you, I need two things. Um, the first one is if you truly have a problem with what's going on right now, see who you can reach out to as far as helping, as far as an organization. Like I said, just some of the name, you have Black Youth Project 100, you have the Sada's Daughters, you have uh, the Letters Brief Collective. Um, if you're trying to contribute in some type of art form, you have City Bureau, you have The Tribe, you have True Star Magazine, um, who else? Uh, you have... Um, the High Park Herald, you know what I mean? Like, like you have all of these spaces that you can reach out to if you are truly trying to help. And that's literally what we need right now is more black and brown folks that are willing to contribute to fighting against this system of oppression. Like that is the only way we're gonna get free or even be recognized and be respected for what it is that we are basically representing. Vaughn, what's good, bro? Um, like even outside my window right now, like you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers is going crazy. Like I live in Inglewood, bro. Like I'm on 57th and Ada, and on uh, 55th and Racine, they just burned down a corner store. And where I live is considered to be a food desert. You see what I'm saying? Like 
These people are not stealing and destroying shit because they just ain't got nothing else to do. They're doing this because they don't have anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Like, the glasses that got knocked off my face, like, I got to figure out how to pay for that and still pay my rent. You know what I'm saying? On top of still trying to be a creative in this city where, if I'm being a honey with you, a lot of people don't support motherfuckers that have connections and have privilege. You see what I'm saying? Like, I could, this, that's a whole nother story. But the point I'm making is that if you want to support in any way, or if you're asking me what you could do, that's the first thing. The second thing, and I'm not even really asking, but if, if, if niggas really are trying to check up on me, um, a phone call would be nice or a text, you know what I'm saying? Um, just checking on me. Um, if you truly try to check up on me, shit, you could send some money in my cash app or book a photo shoot, you know what I'm saying? Because um, I'm still a photographer, I'm still an artist, and my job is to document this city, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I was, I've been documenting this city since um, the LaCroix McDonald protests. Um, I've been documenting this city since Chance the Rapper uh, brought out Kendrick Lamar at the uh, Chicago's first Teens in the Park Fest. Like, I have been here documenting this city and trying to make folks understand just how powerful Chicago is through Black art and hood shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yes, Chicago is made up of mob shit, is made up of music, is made of art, but uh, most importantly, we are known as a city that don't take no shit from nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like our first response to anything that doesn't make sense is you got me fucked up. You feel me? So that is what my job is as an artist, is to continue getting and collecting these moments that are important. Today, I did not do anything because I'm, I'm fucking still sore as hell. Um, Quinn, what's good, babe? Um, I literally am just now waking up and again, my body has been so sore and I've been processing, you know, what is my job in this in this movement? Um, and honestly, Quinn made me think about that, because honestly, after what happened, like I was literally about to just say, fuck it and just sit down, bro. Like doing this work in this Chicago creative scene and in the Chicago organizing scene is super fucking hard, bro. Like I, it's it's people in this in this in this live right now that are artists that are also you know what I'm saying freedom fighters like Ali Almore you know what I'm saying Stock Marley, um shit Vaughn you know what I'm saying Lee you feel me like these niggas have all been in the same creative community trying to push forward art that that is like not the same as Vic Mensa or the same as Chance the Rapper you see what I'm saying like we have been trying to document what this city is even after the drill movement you feel me and unfortunately this city is built on gentrification a lot of snake ass motherfuckers and motherfuckers that unfortunately will not help you if your life depended on it so when people ask me in these comments what exactly do i want or what do i need i want niggas to continue to do what it is that you're doing continue putting that art out continue supporting continue pushing different flyers that you see 
that are telling us to donate to get these kids out of prisons, bro. Like when me and Damon were in the were were at the precinct, like we must have fucking saw like five or six other kids. And I mean, these are kids, bro. Like they're literally telling us they're 16, 17 years old. Oh, police officer asked them, Oh, why did you try to steal those shoes? I'm like, shit, my brother been lending me his uh his uh G Fazos for the past three months and I wore a hole in them. You know what I'm saying? But yet this kid, I kid you not, had a 3.0 GPA. Went to diet high school, as a matter of fact. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, this is not no like mystery. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, we from the hood, but we not so hood where we just destroying shit because we ain't got nothing else to do. Like, it's a reason why we're doing this. You see what I'm saying? Um, the second thing that uh people can do for me again if and i'm not asking i'm not I'm, I'm 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 not telling you to you know what i'm saying you don't have to feel that you have to you know what i'm saying you can ask quinn i i truly don't like when motherfuckers you know i guess give me favors but if you truly want to help me with shit you know what i'm saying like text me or call me you know what i'm saying um book a photo shoot you know what i'm saying um like get ready for uh my my musical platform um my, my my content platform which is known as uh on social aesthetics which will be covering all of the art that i'm literally talking about um like right now i like even though i'm sore as fuck i'm literally texting my editor can he send me the footage from the first day of the protest downtown so people can see from from a black and brown perspective what this protest was looking like. You see what I'm saying? Support that. You feel me? Um, people keep asking to put my cash app down. Uh, excuse me. It's um, the money sign and then just type out thought poet. So thought as in I'm having a thought and then poet. Um, that's my that's my cash app for everybody that's asking. Um, Iggy was good, brother. Um, yeah, so that that's my cash app. Again, it's thought poet. Um, again, uh, thank you, Quinn. Um, again, bro, like my ask is that, it, and please realize that Malcolm London being released is literally just a, 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 a fraction of what this battle is. You see what I'm saying? Like we still have so much work to do, bro. Like niggas really about it, like come and help out and clean up. You see what I'm saying? Like I'm right. Even again, being sore as fuck, I'm working for a company called Neighborscapes, where we literally help young people find affordable housing, where they help the community. And we're already planning to do a cleanup around the Inglewood area. So on 55th and uh, Racine and the gas station that's further down on Racine, where they basically destroy these businesses. You know what I'm saying? Help us clean up. You know what I'm saying? Reach out to these organizations and 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 see what you can do for help reach out to me i will give you as much information as i possibly can and again lastly and i'm only plugging this because i, I like like we truly need this as a creative community in chicago my website which is basically the second chapter of the lyrical lab um it is called on social aesthetics um you'll be seeing some shit really soon um that's just like covering the 
creative energies that are in Chicago. And it's not going to be a fake short drive. And I know I'm I'm like shooting shots right now, but like these niggas ain't helping. You feel me? Like this website will be capturing all of the poets and organizers and, 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 and doulas that are in this city that are doing the work and also trying to build the community. And that's what this website is going to be about. Um, so I'm asking y'all to support in that way. And again, I'm going to be going on my other social media platforms to say the same message. But if you get anything from the shit that I'm saying right now, I'm asking y'all to please help out. And even if you don't want to help out in the matter of going outside to be a part of what's going on, hit up your homies and just be like, yo, like, I'm... I love you. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like apologize for shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, just check up on niggas and, and, and make sure that niggas are good, bro. And I hope this don't come off as cheesy. You know what I'm saying? And please, again, don't act like you too cool for school, bro. Like, this shit can happen to you at a, at any given moment. Like, 12 can beat your ass at any given moment, bro. Like, you don't, you don't have to be at a protest for this shit to happen. If you are a black or brown person, if you are a minority, if you are considered a person that is not white, then this shit can happen to you. You know what I'm saying? So when you see motherfuckers that are going through it, don't just feel like it's just them. You know what I'm saying? Like, understand that it's more than just them. It is you. It is everyone that is around you. And just try to spread love, bro. Like, and again... The, the, that shit might sound corny, but truthfully, love and knowledge is what's going to get us through this pandemic and what's going to get us through this curfew and what's going to get us through this time in life right now, bro. Like serious shit, like uplifting our black femme and trans identified folks that die even more so than black men. You feel me? Like if you know of a black woman that is a freedom fighter and she's organizing and she tells you that she's finna go to a to a um to a to a protest, like just tell her, like, yo, I'm here, I'm ready to support, I'm ready to throw hands, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like Quinn taught me that lesson where I, I as much as I don't want her to get hurt, you know what I'm saying? Like I got beat, I got my ass beat the first day, the first day downtown because I was trying to protect them. But she literally told me, like, just be there for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if something happens to me, be right there to support me and protect me. And as a, as a black cis hetero black man, like, that's all I can do. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying for everybody else that's watching, you know what I'm saying? Do the same thing. Take that same energy and, 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 and push it forward. You feel me? Cause unfortunately, even after these riots, this shit's not over, bro. It's not. Like, we still have a pussy-ass nigga in office that is calling all the shots. We still have a coon-ass motherfucker that is the mayor of this city. You see what I'm saying? That literally just showed y'all in two days that they do not give a fuck about your wellness as a black and brown person. They do not care about you, bro. You could be a black and brown person that's even a police officer, but I guarantee you, if you do not have that blue on and you just have on your street clothes and you walking down the street in the wrong place at the wrong time, they're going to still look at your ass as a nigga, bro, on my soul. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, understand that we have to like truthfully come together. And I mean like, 
the hood niggas, the intellectual niggas, the bougie niggas, the even the fuck boys that were lucky enough to graduate college and they try to get black women to obey every word that they say because they got their degree and they make $40,000 a year. You know what I'm saying? Like even those type of niggas, bro, we have to truthfully bring in our own and really combat this shit because what's going to happen is there might be a potential martial law implemented all because we're tired of basically being told that we do not matter. So again, I'm about to get off this live. I got to do the same shit for my other face or social media platforms. Again, um, my cash app is thought poet, um, thought like you're actually having a thought and poet and, um, look for my website on social aesthetics. Like, please continue to spread love and support. Um, see, Wendy said my god nephew was shot yesterday by a Metro PC owner and killed another young man. The hate is contagious. Thank God the killer is in jail, but now we have angels and SS we need to speak up for. I'm 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 truthfully sorry, um, Wendy. Like like real talk. Like I, I, I truthfully wish that shit didn't happen. But continue to uplift your family and your fallen comrades and homies through your art g and that's the whole point going back to this website shit that's the whole point of the website on social aesthetics is to give chicago and beyond a creative platform where we can post our music and we can post our think pieces and we can you know truthfully celebrate each other and help like build each other Key, gift the keys was good, G. Like, that is the whole goal of any and everything that's going to be a part of that website. And that should be the main goal of what we're doing right now to support people that are in these streets. Um, yeah, and I'm going to just say it one last time just so people can get it. Please do not place your anger on the people that are looting right now. Do not blame them for what they are doing. Understand that it is two types of perspectives out there right now. There is the perspective of people being tired of dying and there's the perspective of people not having and needing to survive and not having jobs because of this quarantine. And suddenly someone tells you, you can just go into some space and grab some shit for free and you're not hungry anymore. You see what I'm saying? understand those two thought patterns are in these streets when people are like looting and grabbing whatever the fuck they're grabbing. So again, I thank everybody who's been on this live. Um, I truly appreciate y'all. Um, again, if niggas want to check on me, I'll be, you know, y'all know my number. Y'all on here, you know what I'm saying? Hit me in a DM or some shit. I'll be responding back to everybody who reached out to me um, tomorrow. And, um, yeah, I, I I got number love for y'all. And again, thank y'all for um, supporting myself, Damon, Jennifer, and Malcolm um, in, our, in our time of need. Um, somebody say, can I have your number too? <laughs> Funny ass, boy. Um, but yeah, um, I love y'all. And I wish y'all the rest of y'all night to be cool. All right, peace. 
Rosie. Daniel. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Look who's here in the studio. It's me. How's it feel to be in here? Well, I was a little nervous uh -huh. earlier, but mm -hmm. now I'm a little more calm. Wonderful. And I'm staring directly <laughs> into your eyes. But we do that all the time anyway. Yeah, but there's not always all this equipment in between us. Well, maybe this will help. Let's play a game. Okay. So I'm thinking maybe like a taboo. Taboo. Like I'll give you some clues and then you'll have to guess what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Does that know, make sense? I know how to play taboo, Daniel. Oh, you'd prefer if I did not taboo-splain? Yes, please. All right, let's get started. Timer on the clock. Ooh. All right, first up. Okay. It's an independent podcast app. Got it. It embraces the open world of podcasting instead of locking it down. Mm-hmm. It has no exclusives. Mm-hmm. No premium content. All right. No paywalls. Great. And it's a great podcast app for everyone. Mm-hmm. Do you think you know it? I think I do. Huh. What do you think it is? Sounds like the Overcast app. Beep, 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 beep. Toots got it. Yay. Look at that. I win. Nicely done. How does one get the app? Well, if one were to want to get the app, one could get it for free in the app store. Fantastic. Cool. You going to check it out? I might. Very wonderfully noncommittal. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's get out of here. Bye.